this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to make something cottage corey for the decor of your home. See, we're going to continue the theme because we haven't done a lot of things for the home in the last few episodes. So, what would you say if I told you that you don't have to just use fairy doors in order to give yourself the aesthetic that little creatures of different personalities could interact with you magically according to folklore? Besides, if you really do like fairy doors, we could do another episode on that. But I have people who, that whole idea of people moving in and out or creatures moving in and out of their home is a little bit creepy for them. So we've got an alternative. How about instead of a fairy door, we make a goblin window? I know, right? You can peek into their world, and they can peek into your world. And in case you couldn't tell, I I do like goblins. Okay, so, open up your big book of stuff, because today, we're going to talk about how you can make a goblin window for your home. Let's get started. So, to be fair, I did say all manner of magical creatures, but we're going to tailor this window to goblins. Whether you put this window in your real window, or you put it into a side of a wall, in your garden against the garden wall, or somewhere else, it's entirely up to you. There's a couple of main chains of shopping uh, markets they carry a fake little window frame it's about the size of half of a yard in the bigger sizes and about six to eight inches tall in the smaller sizes I'm using imperial measurements because I live in the United States America <laughs> Don't confuse us with logic. We do what we want. The imperial system all the way, even though we revolted against the empire. Okay. This, this, I know, right? Okay. So, but America. <laughs> but if you're not, if you're not using the imperial system, then let's say the larger windows are about a third of a meter and the smaller ones are about 12 centimeters high. Does that help? I can feel an eagle's just put my name on a list somewhere. The first thing you're going to want to do is to see whether or not It is very thick wood or thin wood. Most of the time, it's really, really thin. And if it's super thin and you want to add a lot of decorations that we're going to talk about later in this episode, you might want to grab two. Just because you want it to have something of substance. Also, you want to grab two if you're going to put actual plating in between, like either glass 
or if you're going to use celophane or something else. Now, I saw you wince when I said celophane. I know that we call it cellophane, but I do also have friends who call it celophane. And I know it's supposed to be cellophane, but you're not going to fix me today. The next thing you want to do is make sure that you have accommodated the amount of space you're going to need before you decide where you're going to place your window. It's not just that it needs to fit in the space. It needs to fit in the space and not be something you're going to constantly bump into or that's going to be buried by dirt if it's outside. You want to really give it the window feel. So make sure it's high enough to be a window, but not so high that you're going to be constantly crashing into it. The next thing you're going to do is paint it. Now, if you've gotten two of them, you can glue them together after taking off the base if there is a base. And this way, when you paint them, you'll paint it all together and it'll be sealed. But if you're putting something in between to make like panes, you're going to have to do this part before you paint because you want to make sure that it fits. Once you know that it's going to fit, paint each one separately and then place the image between the panes that you're going to use and then what you're going to do is glue it together. Now listen, I know we're talking about three different operations here but there's a reason because I don't want us to get ahead of ourselves and then you're like, oh no, I forgot I got to do this part. No, I want you to know what we're going to do first. So painting your window most people would probably think you take an earthy tone, and you can. But remember, earthy tones aren't just brown and green. And if it's a naughty goblin, you definitely want to have darker colors and more vibrant colors, like toadstool red, or baneberry white, or hemlock green. It's up to you. You could also have something like bog navy or uh, what's a really good one? Potion turquoise. You know, it's just really what your imagination tells you. you want to do is decide whether or not it's a greedy goblin, a mischievous goblin, a dangerous goblin, or a friendly goblin, goblin, which is kind of unusual. But once you determine the kind of goblin window you're making, you want to put different kinds of decorations on the frame. You want to plan this out too. Now, you could take some arborvitae pieces and maybe dry them and glue them around the edges for a forest look. You could have dried some flowers or some different berries from the winter. You could go buy some artificial ones, definitely, at different craft and floral stores. But whatever it is, make sure it's going to go with the character that you're looking for. If you like fairy tale books, you can look in the fairy tale book and maybe make a photocopy for your personal use. Remember, we do not infringe copyright here. So for your personal use of a book that you've bought or borrowed, 
you can make a photocopy and even add that picture to the window. Just enlarge it so it looks like you're looking at the little goblin through the window. Although personally, I think it's more fun if there's some mystery to it, you know? And you can't see what goblin's gonna look through. Now this is a time when you wanna think about background or backdrop. For your backdrop, you could actually use a piece of wood if you wanted to, just to make it just pretty much not going anywhere, and then just paint the wood itself the right color. Because the kind of windows that I'm talking about, the little design aspects have open spaces, so you could definitely just put them together and call it a day. Or you could kick it up a notch. You could put poster board behind there and give yourself a different kind of look, like you're going through a force field. If you're really creative, you could put tie-dye colors behind there, or print out a copy of the of the um, pictures that they have on NASA for free public domain, and maybe have it looking into space. Whatever you put behind your window panes is up to you. But I do have a suggestion if you're going to put this goblin window against your real window. If you're going to place this goblin window against your real window or on the windowsill, I do recommend that you put something see-through as the backdrop or in between two pieces if you have two identical pieces of this window frame so that it's sandwiched in, sandwiched in. What I'm recommending is something like a tissue paper or a rice paper that you can paint on or just has a beautiful color that the sun can shine through. If you are fortunate enough to have access to the simulated stained glass window cling, then you can cut it to order or cut it to measure and put it in between so that it gives you a, a pop of color in your regular window. Now why am I saying this? One, you don't want to really impair the amount of light coming in, and two, it highlights and adds just a bit of mystery and color to that part of your window and emphasizes that this is through the win this is the window through which goblins can peer at you and you can peer at them. Kind of like a peer-to-peer -peer project. Come on, that was funny. You get it? Like peers, peer-reviewed, peer-to-peer. Fine. Here's an example of a window you can make if you're looking for a way to make a forest goblin window. You can use twigs, small little dried berries or rose hips, especially juniper berries because they have that look of a forbidden berry. The top of a pine cone or some star anise could be glued in different spots in the corner of the window. If you decided to go with a clear window and put a piece of glass or plastic in between, you can make raindrops with a hot glue gun. Just be very, very careful and shape them accordingly. Sparkles are always fun. 
If you paint the window frame, you could probably paint it a nice forest green and brown fading into each other like a swirl. During this time of year in Michigan, there are a lot of dried seed heads that you can pick up, especially on the roadside. So you could definitely do that, and it could go according to the theme of the time that you've made it. Gluing those gives it a look of authenticity you don't quite get with artificial things. So consider that. Once it's all done, put it in your window or put it against your wall. And now you have a goblin window. So I hope you try this project. It will be fun. I promise you that it's not that complicated. It sounds that way at first when you think about it as far as having to take so many segments, but if you really go back through it, it's pretty easy. If you really want to go and bling it out, you could always add some of those little fairy lights, but don't call them fairy lights. They're goblin lights. You know, let's stay on brand. I love sharing these little projects with my friends and we're friends, right? If you get a chance and you have some little people living with you, some small persons, some pudding people, give them a chance to do one themselves. Just make sure you supervise them. And if you do use a hot glue gun, make sure you're the one holding the hot glue gun. It should be fun. It should be no pressure and it will definitely enhance your cottage core decor. See you here next time on my magical cottage core life.